0: Thank you for listening to the Shy Businesswoman podcast. My name is Stacey Richards and it's been a minute. I have been so slack, I have not been on. But I am back and today we are going to do the pit and the peaks because I haven't caught you guys up for a little bit. So to start off, always going to start with the pits, the downside, the boo-hoos of what's been going on. So the first one we'll chat about will be... I obviously have not been very diligent with my business banking uh, card details and unfortunately some dodgy person had got a hold of my card details and was making regular transactions on my business account. I did some research I googled the name of the that was coming up on my transaction list I did not recognize this random company Um, I'm based in Australia this company that was making the transactions was in America so I kind of was like well I don't deal with too many companies outside of Australia so what is this Um, when it all came down to it the bank just said look we're gonna have to cancel the card which presents its own new set of issues If you've ever had your cards um, stolen and canceled, you'll know the frustration of then going and trying to figure out what you've got linked to that card and what you need to update new bank account details on. Because I know I've got like insurances and I've got my website linked to it and I've got various different things that take automatic payments out that I need to have continuing. And I've just now got to figure out which ones they are. So luckily enough, it wasn't a catastrophic amount. It was about 12 payments. So 12 transactions ranging between $5 U.S. and $6. U.S. Um, the bank, luckily enough, they investigated it and they just refunded. Um, it only took them about a week or so, I think it was. Maybe not even that long. And they had just returned all the money, so I'm not sure. They didn't really give me too much more information. They just sent me a letter saying that it was going to be sorted for me and it was which was fantastic um but yeah so whatever you do guys keep your bank account details and your bank credit cards and all that sort of stuff very hidden be careful where you put it and what you enter it into because obviously I hadn't been careful and somehow somebody got a hold of them so yeah that one's been a bit of a a bit of a poo poo for the week um another one is you know what it's about the podcast I'm loving, I'm loving the podcast and I'm always trying to think of content and things like that. But my issue that I'm having, and it's probably another thing I need to work on, is how I get my podcast out. That's my thing is I don't know how to get it out. I, I'm probably not as proactive as I should be in regards to sharing it. But I'm, again, the person I am. I'm a shy person. I'm feeling a little self-conscious about it. And I'm feeling self-conscious that I don't necessarily want to share it to my personal Facebook page. To ask my personal, like my friends, to share it. So I'm trying to think of ways and find out other avenues in which I can share it and get people to actually listen. So that's been a bit of a bummer for me that I'm not, I haven't had the confidence. That's my pit. What I should really have said is that I haven't had the confidence to share my podcast. So give me time on that. I'm going to get it done and I'm going to share it and I'm going to let you guys know how it's going and hopefully more and more people will listen and, you know, respond and yeah. And, and I won't feel as self-conscious about it anymore. So yeah. So that one, yeah, just, just shy and self-conscious and still learning how to share my podcast. Um another one now this i'm not I'm not gonna rag on anyone I'm not trying to bag anyone out here, but if you're like a business mentor or a business coach, please don't take offense to this. I am you know sure whatever you do is good for you and works and you've probably got clients that you really really help. but my experience is that i I just see that there's too many mentors and i air quote on them mentors and again air quote business coaches out there, and it's They're just, you know, they're telling you how you can make massive companies like this and you can make this kind of money and I don't know, maybe I feel like if it was coming from somebody that has a massive company or multiple companies or created multiple companies of their own and not somebody else's and had tons of money in the bank, then I might see and have some credibility of what they're saying but I just don't know that someone who... I don't know, I just again not trying to bag anybody up, but my thing is i I saw this thing on Facebook and it was like um it was to help you it was like you put your email and your phone number in, and they'll give you a free PDF on how it must have been like a Facebook marketing thing, like an online marketing thing. And um, that's something I've talked about before is what I'm trying to work on is how to do Facebook ads and Facebook marketing and trying to get up to speed with how it works these days. And I thought, oh, heck hecky, I mean, I know they're going to spam me with emails and stuff like that. And I didn't actually think they were call, cool, but this one they happened to call me like two days later or whatever. And I thought, okay, cool. I've got a spare 20 minutes to have a chat let's do it. We'll chat. So I'm chatting away and just from the get go, the guy just started to just rub me up the wrong way with the way he was speaking and how I almost felt not, I wouldn't say I felt belittled by him, but I almost felt like he made the, gave me the impression that I really needed him because I wasn't good at what I was doing. And he never really, I mean, we didn't even speak for 20 minutes. And so in how how well can you get to know someone's business and what they want to do in 20 minutes? Especially when you ask generic questions like, "What did you what does your business do for people? And what do you want to do for people in the future? And what is your business goal? Like, I don't even reckon he listened to me when I answered those generic questions because he then started talking about, stuff completely different to what I actually want to learn. Because what I want to learn is, like I've said in the past, the Facebook marketing stuff. And I also want to learn budgeting and strategizing skills. And I want to learn where I need to be putting my money and how much money I need to be um, putting towards marketing and those kinds of things. Um, So yeah, so anyways, he just starts rambling on about something and he's talking about how he's got X amount of clients selling X amount of $5,000 packages a week. And I'm like in my head going, what are the packages? And what, you, what is he talking about? He is just talking. And some of the stuff he was saying in there was very helpful to me. And it was interesting. And I did want to learn about it. But the call was getting further and further on. And it was getting closer to my starting of my class. And I had to interrupt him. And I apologized. I was like, I'm so sorry. But the, um, I'm going to have to go because my next class starts and he got a little funny about it. Like, I don't know, maybe he thought, Oh gosh, I've sat and chatted for this long and then she's got to go anyways. But I said, you know, can we reschedule this phone call to a better time? And he's like, Oh, not really like, Oh, and he sort of, and then he goes, but but only because you sound like you're really interested. And with that, I just thought, he was like he just kept like as if he was doing me a favor. So it could have just been this one bloke, but what he has done for me has solidified the fact that I don't really think that this whole new wave of business coaches and business mentors is a legit business. I feel like they are just wanting you to buy their time. Like they just want you to pay them. They don't actually want to help you. He never really truly actually cared about what any of I, what, anything that I actually want to achieve. He just wanted to sign me up, probably send me a few PDFs that cost him nothing to make. But yeah, so that's been a big pit of mine and that's, yeah, I'm bummed about that because I thought maybe a business mentor, a business coach was something that I needed and I now know I do not want it. So yeah, that's been a bit of a pit And I sort of touched on it whilst I was just chatting then, but um, a pit for me this week would be that, well, I wouldn't call it a pit, actually, I must admit. It's probably more of a positive thing because what I have realized is that I'm bad with budgeting. Not that I'm bad with budgeting because I do a lot of saving and I always have money set aside and things like that. It's not like I don't ever have money and I spend my money all the time. It's not that. I just don't have a budgeting plan and I don't have a strategy and I don't know how much money to spend on marketing and like that sort of stuff. That's what I've realized and, and that's been a pit for me this week is to think that I have probably had ample opportunity to learn about this stuff and I've probably focused incorrectly and used my energy on things that maybe didn't need my energy in regards to business but maybe the, if I just had that strategy and that um, budgeting and that down pat, maybe things would be a little different. So, but like I said, it's not necessarily a pit. I mean, I'm more aware of it now, which is probably a positive thing is that I'm aware that I need to sort my stuff out on that one. Alrighty. So done, done with the pits and I'll sum up. So basically me being me and sort of being a bit sensitive and stuff like that. And I've taken that all pretty well in my stride. Normally, like when I talk about when I would have thought, oh, I'm bad at budgeting, I just would have been like, well, I'm just bad at budgeting. That's just how it is. But, you know, I've now started to learn and go, okay, so you're bad at that. You need to fix that. How do we fix that? When can we fix that? You know, and all those sorts of things. I'm definitely, my business head is um, probably on, on my shoulders a lot more than it, than it used to be, So, which is nice. But um, let's talk about some nice things, some some peaks for the week, okay? Um, What will I start with? Um, oh, I'm going to talk about... Actually, I've decided that I'm going to take advantage of the paid Facebook ad. I'm going to really get stuck into it. I'm going to take my time with it and I'm going to plan a campaign to help keep my clientele coming back. So... Fitness business people, you'll understand this, obviously it gets cold, people's motivation dies down. Uh, My eight week challenge is ending right sort of when it starts to get nice and chilly and cold here. So what I want to do is, I don't necessarily want to bring new clients in. So it's a bit, maybe seems a bit odd that I would, would want to spend money on an ad that doesn't bring new clients in. I'm using it as a preventative measure. So in the winter time, People get less motivated, and some people stay really good, but then there's a good percentage that will slack off, and maybe only come here and there, and maybe not at all. And then come the the winter season ending, and it's heading into the warmer months. For some of those people, instead of them getting remotivated and ready to exercise again, they get embarrassed because they've put on weight. They get embarrassed because they've lost all their fitness. And what they'll do is they'll just cancel. It's easier to cancel their membership and they'll go somewhere else because somewhere else nobody knows them. So what I want is a campaign in place to keep people coming back. Now I haven't fully ironed out the kinks on it yet, but that is my strategy with the ad campaign that I wanna run with on Facebook in the coming weeks, especially as we get towards the end of our eight week challenge that I'm running. So yeah, so I thought that was really cool and it sort of came to me and I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. Just just do the ad, spend a little bit of money, it's going to be fine. Um, what I also have got is that this week I got some really, and, it, and it's reoccurring too, positive feedback. And it's reinforced to me my decision to change my business model from an um, outdoor fitness company to an indoor fitness company. Where I was, as I've said before, I was very reluctant and I felt... Very uneasy about the transition, and I didn't know what to expect. And but, multiple people have come to me, and they've just said how amazing the dynamic is now, and how much you know they really enjoy it, and how it's just different. And some of them were old clients, and they've come back since I've gone indoors, and they're the ones have said, "Wow, it is so much different. It is just so much more enjoyable. The variety is there, like the." The vibe of the clientele is different and to me that is just like icing on the cake. Like it is just amazing and it does it. it makes me so happy to think that people are really truly loving what I'm doing and glad I did what I did. And I'm now really well and truly glad I changed my business model when I did. So, you know, that's been a really big peak for me this week. Um... Another one was during our eight-week challenge, I set a a weekly challenge to the crew, and I said to them, it's called the extra mile challenge. And what I meant by that was they had to go the extra mile in terms of their workouts. So they needed to look in their day and find opportunity to get extra workout in. So for many of us, and even myself, whether it be in terms of getting extra exercise in or physical business work done, we always claim that we're very busy. But are we productive? And that's what I was trying to teach them is that we always claim we're busy, but are we productive? Are we capitalizing on the opportunities that are presented to us? So I wanted them to see things like it might only be a 20-minute window before the kids get out of bed, but what can you do in that 20 minutes? And I set them a challenge of they had to complete 18 workouts or 18 activity activities in a week and it had to be a minimum of 15 minutes long and it could be whatever it was, whether it be going for a walk to the shops, um, mowing the lawn, um, just random, just a random workout. They might use their flight. Many of them use the staircase in their house and they did like running up and down and they did squats and and What's been awesome is to see that my influence and that my challenge set to them and my encouragement paid off because many of them took this challenge and they ran with it. Like literally speaking, they ran with it. They were taking time and they were running. We, okay, I've got a couple of sessions where I do a, a back-to-back session and it will be a 15-minute time frame in between. And some of them were going out in that 15-minute time frame and going for a run. And then coming back, so they're essentially working out for almost like two two and a bit hours. And I mean, I know I don't want them to continue that forever, but what it was, it was a challenge, and I set it at a high amount. And I set it the challenge to prove to them that there is time in the day to do extra, to go that extra mile. So for, for me to see that my influence paid off and I was able to teach something to my clients was... Awesome, because it, it motivated me and inspired me seeing how how well they took and received the challenge. And another flip side of that is that I got to see both sort of I got to see people running with it and that was awesome to see how people were like, yes, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this challenge. And then you had the polar opposites where I got to learn things about clients. And I got to see some clients that I wouldn't have thought would use this mentality of like the whole, I'm too busy. Like I wish, and they would cl- they'd go, oh, I wish I was, I didn't have, um, you know, I w- oh, I wish I had that much free time. And it was interesting to see the dynamic of how people would play down other people's efforts or how it was just a really cool learning experience for me to see how people respond in maybe a pressure situation or was it jealousy? Was it, um, I don't know what it was, but it was very, it was a big learning curve for me on my character of my clientele. So that was really, really cool. I must admit. But um yeah, other than that, it's been a pretty good um, week and a bit or something. The last time I, I was on the podcast, it's been not too bad. Um, I'm feeling happy, like my crew is just killing it, my sessions are going off, it's it's great, it's been a good time, nothing is really pulling me down at the moment in terms of just me as a personal pers- uh, shy person and, and business isn't affecting me negatively at the moment, uh, so yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble on and chat about whatever's in my pits and my peaks. But um, yeah, stay tuned and I'll get you up to speed with that upcoming Facebook ad campaign and I'll let you guys all know how I'm going to do it and what's going to happen with it. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Shy Businesswoman podcast.